Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is What If Everything Is Narrative? Filmmakers use the phrase, narrative is everything, to emphasize the importance of storytelling to their craft. They understand how a good storyline communicates to the viewer, draws them in, and makes them root for the protagonist. Without a good narrative, even the best casts inhabiting the most wonderful characters risk failing to entertain. Great narratives can terrify you, warm your heart, or compel your attention. It seems that narratives have everything to do with markets these days, which is also creating some new risks for investors. The biggest, most divisive debates are about stories rather than fundamentals, ranging from the utility of cryptocurrencies to whether the current spike in inflation is transitory and from whether sky-high valuations are warranted to whether or not there's too much fiscal and monetary stimulus. This is in stark contrast to how beliefs about investing have evolved, beliefs based on mathematics and cold, hard logic. The, quote, narrative paradigm, unquote, can be traced to a communication theory conceptualized by the late Walter Fisher, a professor emeritus at the USC Annenberg School for Communication and Journalism. Fisher observed that meaningful communication occurs via storytelling because stories are more persuasive than logical arguments. Consider the following examples of narratives as the driver of, well, just about anything in markets today. Start with Bitcoin. The story there? Fiat currency has been debased by government bailouts, central bank largesse, and other ill-advised interventions. It's just an eventuality that this recklessness will lead to a massive shift from fiat to digital currency. Buy Bitcoin and drive Lambos, or stay with fiat and own worthless paper. How about the worker shortage? What's driving that? Two generous benefits of unemployment are keeping these lazy, ungrateful bastards from going back to work. But there's a counter-narrative. Schools are still operating remotely. Childcare is hard to find. When we look at new business formations, they're at a record rate. And the number of people quitting their jobs, also an all-time record, This shows that workers are not just lazy, they want to avoid inflexible, unpleasant, low-paying jobs. What about passive indexing? Well, it's hard to pick winning stocks. Not only that, it's expensive to hire the people who might be able to pick winning stocks. And P.S., you don't know who they are until after the fact. Why not just buy a cheap index instead, own the biggest stocks, or even the entire market? That's the passive narrative. How about inflation? Combine ultra-low interest rates and a big stimulus with pent-up demand as vaccines lead more and more of the national economy to open up. This storyline is the perfect formula for rising prices and higher inflation expectations. Let's talk valuation. Buying stocks below their intrinsic value is a good way to make money over the long term. Counter-narrative, traditional measures of value must become more robust. Just relying on price-to-sales or price-to-earning ratios is passe. You have to include things like growth rates and intangibles, which are patents, algorithms, business processes. That's why tech stocks are so highly valued. They're intangibles, and pure value investors miss them. At least, that's one narrative. 
Then, of course, the current narrative du jour, the meme stocks. The collective power of the internet can stick it to the man. Wall Street bets on Reddit, they can identify heavily shorted stocks and as a group buy out-of-the-money calls, forcing a massive short squeeze. It's a gamma play. Power to the people. I looked at the idea of mem stocks as a narrative, and that led me to reach out to Yale University professor and Nobel laureate Robert Schiller to ask whether or not everything is narrative might be an overstatement. One of the books he wrote is called Narrative Economics, How Stories Go Viral and Drive Major Economic Events. In an email exchange, Schiller pointed out that narrative is but half of it. Quote, a story becomes newly on everyone's lips, not because it's true, but because its contagion rate has gone up or recovery rate has gone down. Just as viruses can see a surprising new spread because of subtle mutation, contagion rates of stories are affected by such things as the superficial resemblance to recent events, celebrity connections, even sometimes by their outrageous daring falsehoods, unquote. Hence, the inherent power of storytelling is only part of the picture. Much of the narrative's influence comes from a plotline's virality. A good story might persuade you, but a great one can go viral. Bitcoin becoming a trillion-dollar asset not only due to the strength of the story behind it, but the genesis myth of Satoshi, the technology applications of blockchain, the inherent scarcity of mined coins, and of course the post-financial crisis interventions by governments worldwide, but how the narrative resonates with so many different factions of investors. But these narrative fallacies present an obvious risk for investors. When we believe a compelling story that turns out to be not true, we can end up holding assets worth far less than that story suggested. This is especially true in the market's daily price action, which can be noisy and irrational. Schiller adds that stock prices are quite substantially driven by narratives, but over time, they eventually revert to reality. He writes, quote, I've been saying the efficient markets theory is at least half true, unquote. Hence, viral narratives can be the initial driver of higher valuations, but those companies must eventually deliver the fundamentals, revenue growth, and earnings. To update what Benjamin Graham, the father of value investing, once said, I would phrase it this way. In the short run, the market is a narrative machine, but in the long run, it's a narrative debunking machine. I'm Barry Ritholtz. For more from me, check out the big picture at Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Sorry.